It's time once again for our winter giveaway. This giveaway is very simple to enter. Um, be a patron. So the easiest way to enter is go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit. Become a patron at any level at our Patreon um, site, and you can do it that way. You can also enter by going to Threadless and buying some merch and tagging us in a photo of you in said merch. So if you like one of our T-shirts or hats or whatever, and you go to th- you go to comicsfunprofit.threadless.com and find uh, all our merch and like some of it, buy it, wear it. You can either tag us in social. Uh, with you wearing it or send us a photo of you wearing it and you're entered. So those are the two ways. Be a patron and buy merch. Um, and then you get entered in our, in our winter giveaway, which is fun swag giveaways of, um, photos and stickers and signed comics. Um, just like our fall giveaway was. And we had five lucky winners win stuff in our fall, fall giveaway. So we're hoping to um, have as many entrants this time that we can give away that many again. So be a patron, buy merch, enter the winter giveaway. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 fap links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need thanks back to the show thank you for listening to comics for fun and profit this kyle and drew with a special episode where drew and i will recap our seeing of the stupendous sony feature madam web we went and saw it on one week after its release about five six days after it theatrically came out and Boy, do we have a lot to say about this movie, Um, but we will get into some spoilers and some speculative stuff, so just FYI. But here's the thing. Who cares if this movie is spoiled? You do not care. It is completely irrelevant. I I can't even think of anything that could have spoiled the movie for you. This is not that kind of of movie, let's just say. (laughs) All right, so... um, First things first, you and I both decided it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be going in. Right. Because we were told, like, legitimately, I was told, this is the worst comic book movie ever created. I don't, I don't know. know. I agree with that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't. I thought Morbius was worse than this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do see some points. Uh, yeah. 
as it went on, it kind of got a little more corny and a little cornier. And, um, yeah, I, but I thought at first, you know, it, it, it was fine and it was laying mm-hmm. the groundwork, um, for who these characters were. And it, it was a, it was a good prequel that will never get the actual superhero movie for. Correct. correct. Unfortunately, because it's so widely and I don't I really don't think we're going to get another one. And so we'll never really get to see these people. These and unfortunately, these like the characters. biggest thing here is uh, I was told this also changes their plans for Silk, of who I am a massive fan of. So they were working on a Silk title around the female Spider-Verse. That's and, a bummer. Uh, now that has a foul stench upon it from this day. <laughs> so. Maybe they animate it. Well, okay, so maybe they animated. However, this movie had the worst ADR and the worst CG of any movie I've probably seen in the last 15 years. When you say ADR, what do you mean? I mean, there was one character who you could tell every time he spoke was not his actual lines, and it was overdubbed on everything. That was our villain? Yeah. Did he have, like, a thick accent, and they had to redo yeah. they re- They had to dub it? No, it appears that, like, this movie went through so many changes and they tried to quote unquote save it by changing so much stuff that like they just kept having to redo dialogue that didn't actually happen. But it was unfortunately so poorly done and so obvious that it took me out of everything he was in. Mm. Okay. All right. I didn't catch I didn't really catch that. Oh my gosh, it was driving me nuts. Yeah. So when I was I guess I was never looking at the bad guy's lips. But you didn't hear that the voice, like the 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 tenor of his voice, didn't match anybody else in any scene. I mean, I thought he had a weird accent. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. uh, like the biggest gripe I have was this is a superhero movie without superheroes. Correct. This is yeah. a comic book superhero movie without any. So this we movie got, would have been a million times better. And this is not my take. I heard somebody else do this take, and I went immediately went, "Crap, that's so good." Just give me a Sydney Sweeney led, Julia Carpenter led. Essentially, Madam Webb is the Charlie, Charlie's Angels, and just send them out on capers. And this would have been a thousand times better. No, oh, I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure she was the breakout from this show. Sydney Sweeney? I mean, that's who I went to see. That's yeah. the character I liked the most out of anybody there. Yeah, well, okay. That's so that, the only one that I felt like was possibly a superhero. Full disclosure, I had no idea who any of the characters were, going, were before I went in. Okay, um, so we okay, so Sydney Sweeney, Sweeney's character is obviously Julia Carpenter, the first Spider Woman. We knew okay. Madame Web it was Dakota Johnson's character. Of course, Madame Web, we we kind of know her iterations, and she's do we? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't so, know. I don't know. I don't know Julia Carpenter. I don't know Madam Webb, but I don't know who the other two are. Yeah. And the original Madam Webb is a person who has a disability and is in a wheelchair and is hooked up and can see futures and, and, and their spun like webs kind of thing. But, you know, Anya Corazon is who, uh, is a Mercada played. She was another spider woman. Um, and then, uh, who's the other girl that played? She was probably the best oh, yeah. actress. I liked her. 
Yeah, Maddie Franklin. Yeah, she was really great. Yeah, Maddie Franklin was the third Spider Woman. Yeah, I thought the, I thought that the three quote unquote teenagers <laughs> were really good. Um, and I thought Dakota Johnson was fine. I've heard Wooden. I've heard. Dude, this this was uh, very no, poorly written. I think I, they tried their darndest. I thought it. I thought she was fine. I thought the um, her buddy, the other ambulance guy, is one of my. I like that character actor. From, Adam Scott. Yeah, Adam Scott's awesome. Yeah, he. Was Adam great. Scott is a young Ben Parker. Yeah, and he's married to Mary Parker. Is that he had recently met his soulmate, which we knew would be Mary Parker. So this we is don't not, actually ever see her or hear her name. We are. This is not Aunt inferring. May. Yes, that's Aunt May. That's Aunt May. That would be who that would. I mean, we're we're to infer that that's Aunt May. So in 2003, mm-hmm. Aunt so May. So this is doesn't line up with 20. any of our current Spider-Man. So this is not Toby. This is not uh, anybody else. This does not even it, it match up to Holland. They just couldn't do it. Yeah, because apparently the original script took place in the 90s and led into the age of when uh, uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, but they just didn't didn't they fumbled it, couldn't figure yep. it out. Yeah, I, I, I thought because like Sony still owns Spider-Man, right? They just I loan mean, it to the. I mean, MCU there was Marvel like. all over the heading of this when we went into the theater. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. But yes, this is a Sony feature. Sony still owns all this. Yeah, so it, it, it's it's hard to yeah it's hard to fathom why why they didn't blend it a little better. But Morbius was like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, so that we the, laughed the, we laughed a lot. The conceit is <laughs> Dakota Johnson is thirty, mm-hmm. um, and then Sydney Sweetie and the other two are in high school. Um, and are we talking co- actual ages or it, what the, we're characters, to, characters, the characters? Characters, characters, and they Dakota all. Dakota Johnson is thirty-four, and they're interacting, uh, crossing paths, but not really knowing each other. Mm-hmm. And then this bad guy's premonition is that the three high school girls will have superpowers. And will kill him. Yeah, he will be taken down. He must hunt them down and kill them first. Mm -hmm. Um, When we see them, they do not have any powers. Correct. uh, That we know of. Um, (laughs) No, they definitely do not have any powers because they bumble their way through everything. And Dakota Johnson, Madam Webb, Cassie Webb? No. What's her her name? Something. Yeah, Cassandra Webb, Cassie Webb. Cassie Webb. is jaded um, EMS person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she takes a lot of risks, doesn't really care about the people that she saves, just does it. She has like a, I don't know, what is she, like a adrenaline junkie? Because she was a foster kid. What's her deal? I mean, Why I is know. she like that? <laughs> we don't She's- know. She seems fairly normal. <laughs> we don't really know why she doesn't have any kind of emotional attachment yeah. to anything, but she doesn't. Um, yeah, her, Ben Parker is her 
partner in crime in the EMS and uh yeah he's met a girl and we never see her though right never see her never hear her name so we don't know who that is officially um but okay so bad guys after these girls using nsa technology facial recognition to find them the very burgeoning of what would have happened after 9-11 into the uh the the world of not having cameras on every corner but still apparently being able to facially recognize yeah so they track them to grand central station um where all three of the girls are for some reason crossing paths and then dakota johnson's also there cassie webb's also there well we infer that they're drawn in by some magnetism because they've all also had scant correlations with cat with cassandra in some yeah, way, shape, or form. some uh, they've crossed paths at some point um in some form and fashion um so now Cassie's been getting these dumb premonitions that haven't really been very helpful. Um, just been confusing. She like gets little flash forwards, flashbacks, and then rewinds and is able to relive that moment again, maybe slightly differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she keeps getting these. And this time when they're all on the same t- train car and it takes forever for this to unwind, yeah, it took way too long. Which we saw in the very in the first trailer, they show this, and you got it. Mm-hmm. And but this time they do one character after another, you know, B characters, non-player characters <laughs> coming in and having interactions, and then rewinding, and they're not there, and then they come in again and say the same thing, and it goes on and on and on until finally she gets it that the bad guy's going to come and kill. Yeah, there's a weird thing where Ezekiel, the uh, the villain in this, anytime he has a female that he's fighting, he likes to pick them up and snap their neck. So we have to individually watch him attempt to snap their necks in three different flashbacks, four including. It's very weird. Yeah, and he also has poisonous grip. So he yes. touches you and poisons you. The longer he, the longer he holds on to you, the Ooh, more poison. We forgot to talk about the star of this movie, Drew. Which is CPR in general. We haven't done CPR yet, have we? We haven't taught it. We haven't taught it. We did CPR at the very beginning because she went into the river and had to be given CPR to magically pop back up and and be perfectly fine. And her buddy, who was at at the uh, big explosion Mm -hmm. factory that that she had a premonition about, she was giving him CPR. And then um, he just wakes up and he's like, I'm good. And she's like, all right, buddy, you have a good one. That's yeah. not how CPR works, my dude. And then, yeah, and then later she's doing CPR and she has bloody hands um, that she had premonition about. Yeah, a lot when of Mike CPR. Yeah. yeah, when Mike Epps died. And then she strategically teaches all the children CPR because there's one thing that can counteract venom to the heart. And CPR. that's CPR. <laughs> yeah. And so she gives a 12-second primer on life-saving cpr they all get it instantly i'll bet you cpr is done a dozen times in this movie and it's successful 11 out of the 12 (laughs) and the only one it wasn't is because he's bleeding out and she's literally pumping the blood out of his heart onto the floor yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Forgot CPR is, is the star of the show. Yeah. So, you know, save a life kids. Learn, yeah, learn that, that being said, get certified. Yeah. So, um, so she, so that's how she, she rescues the kids by having premonitions that she knows where, where he's going to come from and they run away only. They don't really know why they're with this girl. Cause she's kind of creepy. Um, and then they ended up, she, they kind of accuse her of of kidnapping her. So that's yeah. Like but the then they all thing. kind of look at each other and be like, "Well, I don't have a mother to go back to. I don't have parents to go back to. Yeah. I don't have anybody." All right, creepy lady, we're so, all yours. So I think she just adopted them. Yeah. At that point, and yeah. I don't know where the rest of her pa- the parents are. Um, that was really really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's deported. One's in in China traveling. And the other is has a rich uncle. And do you know who that rich uncle is? I believe it was Uncle Jonah, right? So Daily J. Jonah Google, Jameson. Jonah? Yeah. J. Jonah Jameson himself. Yes. So so they're they're some interesting kind of touches. But they're never they don't actually say anything. Like they specifically don't say Peter Parker. They specifically don't say Aunt May. Right. They specifically don't say so many things. So they're on the run. Um, they drive out in the woods. Uh, so I guess somehow they figured out that maybe they're getting tracked somehow. But I don't know how they would have figured that part out. Why they drove out in the woods. They just drove out in the woods. Yeah. And then she had a premonition that because he was he was acting like a spider, Ezekiel was acting like a spider. Mm-hmm. It might have something to do with her mom's journal, her dead mother's journal, um, because it had a picture of a spider in it. So she runs back into town and tells those girls to, you know, be good, stay in the in the forest. Hey, and weird girls, back. I don't know anything about. Stay here in the woods. I promise I'll be back. Yeah. So she had back into town to read this journal that gives her all the clues she needs to tell her who this Ezekiel is so very nice the way that worked out um then she heads back out um they have since left the safety of the forest and went to a diner where they dance on the table with um young youths to Britney Spears toxic because you know the villain toxicity it's 2003 so why what else would you what else who else is relevant yeah and so she doesn't get there in time the first time. So then she gets the premonition and goes back in time and is able to get back and this time stop them. And the Ezekiel just freaking out. Like, how does she always know what's going on? Yeah. Straight up murks her by running him over with a, with a taxi cab. Yeah. So then they run again. Um, this time they go to Ben's house. She goes, decides that it's time for her to go to Peru uh, to mm-hmm. research the spider yeah, plan. So once again, kids that don't trust me, trust me, I'm leaving for a few days. Yeah. Hang out with this guy. So they hit, she heads to Peru, meets up with the spider people who tell her her history. Turns out her mother didn't abandon her. She actually... Saved her from a life of, of illness and uh, cured her through the spider venom. 
And so that makes her feel better because she's hated her mom for abandoning her her whole life. So that 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 was good. And she comes back from Peru pretty quickly, and um, we have the big showdown with at the Pepsi fireworks plant. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of Pepsi pro- promotion in this. A lot of way too Code much Red Mountain Dew. Now, you can see it as foreshadowing, or you can see it as product placement. Yeah, it was product placement. And because, it was, like, we see it all. So, when she drowns in the beginning, we see all that stuff in the beginning of the movie. We just don't know what it means. Right. Yes, that's true. That's true. The big um, Pepsi S. Mm-hmm. So, they have a big fight at a Pepsi factory that has fireworks in it. Filled with fireworks. You know, as as cola factories are wont to do, filled with fireworks. That's the active ingredient in Coca-Cola or Pepsi-Cola. And so then they use her her newly acquired uh, control of her premonitions to dodge bullets. And she also grabs a Captain America-esque piece of tin shield and... Mm blocks a lot of projectiles that way and then she learns i guess she learned how to be in multiple places at once on her little spider webs yeah she can so, web so much that she can be in multiple yeah. places at once so she has to stand there and be vulnerable but then she can shoot her tendrils out and be in multiple places and she saved all three girls simultaneously but while she did that a dude just came out and cold cocked her right in the face because she was yeah. she was pr- projecting herself el- elsewhere. Then um, there was some other dumb premonitions about the Pepsi sign, which she kept <laughs> staring at. And if I was the bad guy coming after her and she kept looking at that Pepsi sign back and forth, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to step to the side because <clears throat> she's really paying a lot of attention to this Pepsi sign. I bet it's going to fall. Um, but she but he doesn't. And so he gets. He gets killed, which really wasn't his premonition. Um, so I guess that means yeah. That so every day since he got his powers, he had the same dream of being killed dream. by those three girls. But then it turns out it never actually ever happens. Yeah, those girls had nothing to do with his death. It was all Madam Web. So while doing that, she falls into the water and goes blind and crippled somehow. Loses her legs. Yeah, and she's shot with an loses underwater her sight. firecracker. Uh, but we didn't really. She just like fell in the water, though, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> and so she comes out, and then her then she's totally blind, and she can't use her legs. Yeah, she's a blind professor, Xavier. And then we and then we fast forward to six months later, maybe three months later, doesn't matter. And she is fully. Dope glasses, very dope glasses. Yeah, got cool blind folk glasses. The girls all live with her, um, and then they fight. Will will be fighting crime as However, their characters. At no point in this movie are they given powers or given suits or we, given yeah. assignments. Yeah, we don't know what they're when they got powers, when if they got powers, or how that happened in, um. It was really a really weird long origin story 
without any of the fun stuff, right? So it was like if you just saw a two-hour Wayne's going to see Zorro and the poor the pearls getting snapped off of her neck and them getting <laughs> shot for two hours, and you never actually got to see Batman do anything. Yeah, um, that's basically what this movie was. Just it, give us an hour of him falling in the bat the cave full of bats. Yeah. All origin, no actual superheroing, um, and and that that was kind of a bummer because I thought, well, they're just taking their time, but they really ne- they just never never ever did. I mean, the only action of them as superheroes was in that guy's dream, which never actually came true. Yeah. So, and it was really short. It was like thirty seconds. Um. So that was. That was disappointing. I didn't have high expectations going in. Unfortunately, I had already been inundated with people that hate this movie. Like it's the plague. It wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, you know, we we went with my daughter and her boyfriend, and he hated it a lot, but wouldn't come on the podcast to talk about it. Shocker. <laughs> but like the the the, the four girls. Gorgeous. Worth the price of admission, I guess, just to watch them wander around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're very, they have beautiful ladies. We're in this, we're in this. Um, but yeah, I, well, how do we rate these? Do we give them a letter grade? I forget. <laughs> yeah. I think we always gave them a number out of 10, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Or if you want to give them the old high school ABCD, we can yeah. do that too. I, I think, I think it's, I think we do letter grades and I can't give it more than a C plus. I was just going to say, and, an even C, but I'm with you. Let's go C plus because at the end of the day, it was better than I thought. It was yeah, a, it was better than I thought. C plus, which was a grade below blue blue, blue beetle, I think. Yes, it, which yeah. your daughter specifically said, I liked this better than blue beetle. Yeah, which I don't know if that's true. I'm not sure yeah. that's true. Um. So yeah, there you go, um, Madam Web. Uh, probably don't need to go see it in theaters. Probably <laughs> don't subscribe to a streaming service to see it. Correct. If if it's not unless it's on a streaming service that you already have, uh, that would be the time to watch it. I don't think you need to. I don't think. However, fun hurt. and funny. And if you really get it, let's say you saw it and you're attached to these characters. Okay, so Julia Carpenter. Her first appearance is in Secret Wars Seven. Go out and get that. Let's say you liked Ezekiel Sims in the actual uh, comic books. He is not a bad guy. He's actually an ally to Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man 30 from 2001, his first appearance. Um, if you liked Aranya or whatever her name was, um, Anya Corzon, if you liked her, her first appearance, Amazing Fantasy number one from 2004, um, if you liked... If we also have the death of Madame Web in Amazing Spider-Man six thirty-seven from twenty ten. Oh, okay. Um, if you liked Maddie Franklin, which was uh, you know that's uh, J. Jonas Jameson's uh, niece and the third woman in this. I actually think yeah she's the Spider Woman. I think the Anya was actually a Spider Girl and everything. Her first appearance is Amazing Fantasy, or I'm sorry, Amazing Spider-Man Five from 1999, and then of course Madam Web's first appearance, Amazing Spider-Man 210 from 1980. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So they they mined these uh, very minor tertiary characters mm-hmm. and gave them some interesting backstory and just never gave him powers, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. But I, I thought they made him interesting, mm-hmm. you know, and, until it just kind of went downhill their last 20 minutes of the movie yeah. um, for me. But that that really, it probably would have been higher had it not been for this, the last 20 minutes of I, I, that I did not enjoy. Just didn't so. stick the landing for you. No, no, it did not. No, no. So there you go. There's our take on Madam Web, our Madam Webisode, if you will. <laughs> That's right. Uh, kick back, tell us what you thought. Tell us if you agree. Tell us if you disagree. Is this the worst comic book movie ever made? Is it not even close and one of your favorites? Tell us what you thought. Uh, find us on the socials. Throw that. Um, if you're listening, do this through Patreon. Give us some feedback. That's the only That's way you'll all. hear it. That's right. Unless we miss an episode and throw it to the general public. Yeah. All good things. So for Drew and for myself, see you. Our LCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country, Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call, 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredicow. Um, they are our LCS, and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Walk, Wisconsin, closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics.